Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Air Raid Attack. It's a lovely Oklahoma City day. If you're wondering where the podcast is actually recording from, then there you have it. Nonetheless, I'm looking to a fun evening. We got uh, Matt from Whiskey69, 69 Whiskey. Someone, Timmy, said earlier it was the other way around. Hey, whatever floats your boat towards towards the... uh, Towards your day, go for it. But 69 Whiskey, very own Matt. Matt, first off, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Uh, for those of you, it, by the way, you are correct. It is 69 Whiskey. I'm not sure who gave you the information of the other way around. That might offend my co-host quite a bit because he is the founder of that show. Yeah. But So I, I won't tell him. But um, <laughs> but it's also going out to God knows how many people. So he'll listen to this eventually and be like, who the fuck thinks it's the other way around? I don't know if yeah. I can. I, can I curse on here? I'm just yeah, sure. go for it. Perfect. Go for it. Um, also, you, you can also call me Motorboat and Matt. For those of you that know my show, uh, I am the head advocate of the big titty committee. So that's my gimmick. <laughs> yes. Hey, and... Uh... Yeah, I I know the person. I don't think he listens to uh, to much of uh, anybody's content. If he does, poor bastard, uh, you missed out on quite a bit. But sixty nine whiskey, definitely give them a listen on any major podcast platform. And uh, trust me, you will uh, you will think things beyond your imagination. But excellent, excellent content, Matt. And uh, I appreciate that. No, I like your nickname, by the way, Motorboating. You know I like what? That. I you know I I'm glad you say that because every uh, some of the friends that we have that have come on the show they're always like oh your intro is cringy it's you know it's it's so cringy like you said like you're a cringe guy like I don't know if they're doing it to fuck with me or they actually believe it I don't really give a shit because they're uh, they don't have gimmicks on the show they're just there so I uh, and this is not I, I'm just busting balls I'm I don't, I'm not really no, you're talking to hurt feelings but like you know they don't have gimmicks I. Uh, I'm out yep. here uh, parading around. I'm making it like uh, like it's my thing, and I I have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, then you're just mm-hmm. boring, honestly. Well, and that's what a lot of people, you know. They and I, I got one troll, and unfortunately, he he still exists. I don't know where he's at. I haven't heard from him lately. But there's one troll that will usually troll on fa- on Facebook on Twitter. And my thing is this: if you don't like the content, I'm not here to please you. I'm just doing it for fun. Um, yeah, at one point in time, yeah, you can sit there and say it's directed towards sports, but shit, there's more stuff than just sports. There's all kinds of life, and you know, I don't talk politics. I think that's a whole topic to piss people off, and you know, I got life is too short for that crap. So, um, but no, I'm with you. I think that, uh, and just so everybody wants to know that's watching it live. What are you looking at, Mike? There's a dog running down, chasing something. I don't even know what he's chasing. Um, so anyway, um, but anyway, back to that. <clears throat> so Matt, what's, you know, we talk trolls and I think the biggest, not really biggest question, but a question I always like to handle people is how do you handle a troll for not just from your personal state, from your personal life, really, but when you guys do a podcast or when the content comes out or whatever the case may be for 69 whiskey, you get that one idiot that just wants to just say something stupid. How do you handle that? Or what? What's your good advice for these people I hear? Well, thankfully, we haven't really encountered that before, if I'm being nice. 100% honest with you. 
Um, and even if we did, we don't, at least I don't, because I'm the one that runs the social media. I don't really give them the light of day. I don't, I'll, I mean, I see it come on the timeline, but I, I don't, I don't talk to them. I don't give them attention. I don't make their platform bigger by quote tweeting them. Um, mm -hmm. If anything, the only time I'd say I've ever interacted with a quote unquote troll was on behalf of some of my buddies um, who were, uh, they were doing, this is they, their episode on this just kind of released a couple days uh, yesterday. I think um, my friends from the porn stash podcast, great guys. Nice. I'm not sure if you've heard that episode, but that's a very fun episode to listen to. Um, so they were doing this whole bracket of like Disney princesses that you would want to fuck. Let's be honest. When we were younger, <laughs> we were, when we were younger, we I like all had, this. exactly. We all had a Disney princess that we had in mind that we wanted to smash. We didn't think about like ages because they're far cartoons. They're not people. Right. Exactly. And, but in the sense of, in the sense of this bracket tournament, like March Madness, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, they are in, the, for this case, they're all 18. So, any rule of, oh, they're not actually this, that goes out the window because we can make them whatever, or they can make them whatever the fuck they want to be because it's their tournament. So some right. guys were kind of like talking shit like, oh, this is weird behavior. Or if, if you're from like the UK, this is nonce behavior. And I'm like, geez, pal, you must be really fucking fun at parties. It's just a stupid game. It's a stupid game that an indie podcast is doing. Like that's the only time I've ever interacted with a troll and it was on on behalf of my um on my friend's account because I'm just like, you know, why the fuck are people making this such a big deal? It's just a dumb. I even said this like you're, it's just a dumb game and you're making it out to be a big fucking deal. Meanwhile, this guy who's apparently, quote unquote, been in radio and been in podcasting forever. Guy has no fucking social media presence. I guarantee their sh their fucking show doesn't uh, actually get any listens or whatever. I'm just like, dude, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? You're, you're irrelevant, bro. I've even had it on some of my other, like, YouTube, my YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel. Um, I've had people talk some shit every now and again. Um, but, and I and I feed into that only because I'm just like, my whole thing was like, if you come at me with some nonsense, I'm going to just ruin your day. And I've done that to quite a few people. There's a video I made a few years ago that rubbed a, raw, a lot of people the wrong way. And um, I'm glad it did because I still think I'm right. And uh, <laughs> for various reasons, I won't get too much into it. But there was a couple of guys that were coming at me with some not nonsense arguments. I'm just like, are you a fucking idiot? Or do you not understand how certain aspects of what I'm trying to say or do you not understand like what I'm trying to say and how this hurts a certain aspect of a game that I was talking about? Like, so people are bootlickers and I make them painfully aware that they're bootlickers. And I just I don't tolerate bullshit. I'm from New Jersey. I'm from nice. New Jersey. Both my parents are from New York. I was raised to not tolerate any bullshit. You know, sometimes I have my off days where I'm like some or it may like bother me a bit like trolling and shit. But that this was years ago. But like now I don't really give a fuck. I don't give it any light of day. If anything, I just fuck with people. Now. I just fuck with people who think that they're smarter and I prove that they clearly aren't. So <laughs> I'm really it. enjoying this already. I can tell Dude, it's hilarious really because enjoying this. It's hilarious because it it makes a lot it makes sense because you know a lot of people now they they feel like you know you get offended too easily. I'm not you know trying not to bring too much up, but it's like they get offended too easily. It's like if you don't like what I like to say, I don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, life. I mean, it's it's. I think we try to please people too much. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
trying um, to please everybody um, creates weakness, in my opinion. And if I'm not going to get too political because I don't like politics or whatever. No, but exactly. Like, right. look at society and how it's acted over the course of the last several years. And just, um, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Oh. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out, too. If you're okay. talking about me, I don't have no couch behind me. Um, and I don't know if Matt does either. I don't fucking know. But either way, what, what was I saying? Um, talking about how we're pleasing people. Yeah, yeah. I just think that um, I just think that it's a I hate like trying to please everybody and trying to appeal to everybody has kind of breeded a I want a sense of weakness among people. I guess you can say, or, or people that are scared mm -hmm. or to offend anybody. And I'm just out here just like, I don't really give a shit anymore, man. I'm 24 years old. I, I, I don't really care who I, I'm not here to make, I'm not here to make friends with everybody. I try, I try to be nice to everybody. There's a difference between trying to please everybody and trying and being a nice guy until, until you feel like, you know, some people need to get a little, you know, talking to if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, I'm the same way people always say, well, you're just too nice. Well, I'm just being me. I don't think there's such thing as too nice. I think it's just somebody, you know, being yourself. But it, when it gets to the point to where when you start pissing me off, then guess what? I'm going to be the jackass. I'm going to be the, you know, the dick and all this. That, something else oh, because at the I've point, heard, I have hurt some feelings to people that think that they can one up me on some shit. These are some these people are like my friends. Like they've tried right. to one up me on some shit, and I've just like completely destroyed their self esteem because every people think when I was in college, and I used to work at my college radio station, I used to always have my headphones in, and a lot of the times people think I wasn't listening to the conversations they were having, mm -hmm. but in in reality, I was really listening to my music either low or having it paused as if I was listening, so I would hear everything, and I have. Not that I don't love my friends, and but if they want to talk some shit, I have evidence to fucking ruin their day. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I like that. You, don't, don't think you're smarter than me because I'm, I'm, I'm already two steps ahead. I can I can I, I once aired dirt out on one of my friends. That's a girl that like she tried to come at me about some shit about like, you know, my love life or whatever. And I'm no, just like, not. and I just completely, I mean, I won't tell you what I said because it's a little fucked up, but <laughs> I, I just completely ruined her day and she went mad silent after that. Have you got the one of those psych, have you pissed a woman off so hard yet that they come back with a bat and just beat the shit out of your car or anything for that matter? No, thankfully any woman I've ever pissed off doesn't live in this, in my state. Well, that's a, and that's don't fun. really know where I, and doesn't really know where I live. So I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the reason why I asked that, because my boss, uh, her neighbor, uh, yeah, all of his cars, uh, all of his cars, all of his windows out of his car busted out. And he thinks it was a woman that he pissed off. So I was kind of that's what made me kind of think of that. I am terrified that one day, and like I said, this is Jersey, so take this with a grain of salt because it could be different right. in other states. But let's put it this way. We're a very competitive, quote unquote, driving scene in New Jersey. We will literally risk our own lives just to get to an exit. I've seen people go from nice. the fast lane to the fucking exit in literally a tenth of a second. Thank God it would happen like 100 yards away from me or else somebody right. would have fucking died. But 
I've seen people risk some shit. Now, I am the type of driver where this if I feel like I'm wronged, I will flip you off. I do not care who you are. <laughs> I love this. I will flip you off because and I will honk my horn at you. Nowadays, oh, when I do that, I'm like, this motherfucker might kill me if I drive past him mm-hmm. and do anything, won't he? So I have to think about that now because the world we live yep. in is a lot different and people will gl- gr- gladly kill you for shit like that, it seems. You know, and that's absolutely 100% true. I'm the same way. I'll flash my lights at you. I'm going to honk at you. I'm trying not to give you the bird. I try not to unless you absolutely, for some reason, really deserve it. Oh, this but, is Jersey. We give the bird. If you don't give the bird, you you may. I question whether or not you can actually drive. <laughs> hey, then like don't, we know never... we already know you're a shit driver, but like if you're gonna give the bird, <laughs> like at least that proves to me like that you can hold your own if shit went down. You know. Well, absolutely, and I've been flipped off, and then you know I flipped a few off, and and so on and so forth. Nothing during work, so anybody that's listening out there, that's. Work related is never definitely definitely never during working hours, but just because our numbers on the cars. Uh, but uh, jokes aside, but what's funny is now that you got to second hand, like second guess yourself is like, is this person going to grab a gun and start shooting me, or is he going to follow, or he she going to follow me home, or vice versa, whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's something I've thought about too. Now, Man. keep keep in mind in New Jersey, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. I don't know the law. Right. Um, I don't think the law for guns in includes carrying in the car i sure you, you can carry and you can have a gun in your house but i think it's illegal mm-hmm. to carry it in your glove compartment so if they did shoot me they're either a holding a firearm illegally in their car or b probably not licensed to use that firearm so either way if they ever got caught and i god forbid i got shot for something like that right they would probably be in trouble <laughs> because you can't fucking do shit like that. I could be wrong. The law, I might be, I haven't brushed up on the law to, to say that, but like, I'm, I'm pretty sure given how strict our gun laws are in New Jersey, uh, that mm-hmm. it, it probably would be the case. I know here in Oklahoma, they recently passed a open carry. So practically you don't even have to have a license at this point. You can just Georgia carry just carried that. I think Georgia mm-hmm. just passed that too yesterday, I think, which is, me and some yeah. buddies got into a discussion about that. We were just like, huh. <clears throat> Sometimes, look, I'm all for like, per, I'm all for purchasing guns within reason. I think nowadays Absolutely. people need to have some sort of firearm to have protection with the world that we're living in now. Um, and, but I, it has, but I do think that the laws and the process to get a gun needs to be significantly changed or made much much more difficult than it already is because it is far too easy in some states to get shit i mean look at um if you look at instances like what was it Uh, sandy hook in connecticut that was actually a school my cousin went to and that was like i think that was one of the catalysts for like starting to change the laws a little bit um thank god my cousin wasn't hurting that but you know that itself is a pretty traumatic experience absolutely it's interesting and what's um i don't know if you've ever been to oklahoma you're not missing much if you never have been i've um, never i've never really been out past the east coast i'll be honest with nice. you i've been up and down like the southern states i've mm-hmm. been to as far up as connecticut um, but I've never been west of anything past Pennsylvania. Nice. <clears throat> well, I'll be honest, Oklahoma's not bad, but you're not missing much, just just so you know. And uh, but <clears throat> you know, here if you can have and it's happened, there's a few 
incidents um, with people that it's happened. If somebody happens to break into your house and you shoot them for a while, you can actually go to jail because even though they're on your property, they have to be literally away as much as possible. My thing is this. I don't care if you're breaking in my house and where you're at, you're going to get shot. That's just all there is to it. But there's a in line. Oklahoma, it's, it's different. There's a line by, what was it? Ken Shamrock. They were doing, when he was having a fight in Bellator MMA, they were doing like a whole like special backstage or behind the scenes sort of thing about into his life. And they went into his trailer home that he had. Um, and, you know, he had a gun on the laying on a Bible. And one of my favorite things he said during that special was, uh, you know, if, if you get it, if you come into my house, I'll shoot you with the gun. But if you get past the gun and I'll get the Bible and beat the word of God into you. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, Ken Shamrock is not someone I would fuck with. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, former UFC champion. I mean, I would not fuck with him if my life depended on it, no matter how old he is. <laughs> I, I may, I, God dang. I remember Ken Shamrock too. Both even obviously MMA, obviously his well-known career. And then his little career with um, WWE, but that goes back. Who would be one? Who would be your top three? Like for me, Brock Lesnar would would be one that would probably not come across. Ken Shamrock, I just now thought of. Um, Conor McGregor, I probably wouldn't want to. Who would oh, be some? Conor's a bitch. I would bitch slap him. It, give me a hundred million dollars to bitch slap Con. If you're if we're talking like Conor McGregor from like his earlier UFC mm-hmm. run when he beat Aldo, I wouldn't touch right. him. Now. I do not care. This guy is a fucking bitch. I would bitch slap him for $100 million. Give it to me. I do not care. I do not think everything he has said has not been backed up since Barack Obama was president. That's when he won his last fight. Wow. It's been that long? It's been that long. And he only fights like maybe once or twice every other year. Right. At the same time, to think that this guy was a fucking heavyweight, well, not a heavyweight, but like a heavyweight in terms mm-hmm. of like MMA and making it popular, you know, he went from the highest of highs to what I think is just the every time he fights, it's just a fucking cash grab, you know? He just needs another fucking several million dollars to wet his bank account and create his, what I hear is shitty whiskey. Now I've, I've heard bad things about his whiskey. But, yeah, I've heard I've heard it's pretty trash, and I think anybody yeah. that outwardly supports it is probably just looking for a retweet because he will retweet anybody that fucking tags proper twelve and how much they love it. It's kind of sad to be honest with you, but um, yeah, Conor McGregor, Brock Lesnar, I would I would not fuck with Brock Lesnar though. To your point, um, if anything, I'd hang out with Brock Lesnar. Have you seen his current be... WWE run? Oh yeah, oh yeah. he's. He seems like the nice. I used to think like maybe he was an asshole, but then I started to like think about it. I'm just like, you know, maybe he's just not enjoying his time because like when people can judge all they want on social media. Mm-hmm. Like people, I know people that talk shit in wrestling all the time where they think they're insiders in wrestling and they'll spew opinions for the sake of spewing opinions to get, you know, likes, retweets, interactions on podcasts and stuff. Some of them, even my friends, and that's not throwing shade, but it's, when you really look at it and you see like there's a drastic difference from like his work, like four years ago to now and how much more, even though he's, 
I guess match wise limited in his move set because he does the same several moves every other match. Yeah. You can tell he's actually enjoying himself a little bit more as opposed to just going through the motions. Like, like you can tell when a wrestler goes through the motions and Brock Lesnar was doing that for a long time during his run on top for several years. Mm -hmm. And, but now like, and I still wouldn't fuck with him then either. But I, now I just like hang out with him, have a beer, eat a steak, be like, dude, what's up? We just like chill all day. That'd be great. But Conor McGregor, McGregor can get the smoke. Don't care what anybody says. Give me $100 million to slap Conor McGregor. I don't care what the consequences are after as long as I get the money. So I got, I got bills to pay. That's, that's going to be the same clip right there. I love that. Have you seen, speaking of Brock Lesnar, have you seen his videos with him uh, cooking? I bet he's a phenomenal I've heard about cook. them. I have not yes. actually seen them. I've heard about them. I know they've gotten thousands, if not millions, of views. I did see it alluded to on his latest Pat McAfee interview. That was a couple months ago. And that was interesting because I had heard about it, but I never saw it. I actually didn't even know that the people he was cooking with were like they they made like their own rub, their own meat rub and stuff. And I'm like a big meteor guy. Like I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a meat and potatoes guy, man. So like Give me a steak, I'm happy. And as long as like the rub and the seasoning on it is good, I, I'm perfect. But uh, yeah, I might I might look into buying some of that eventually, you know, because it's 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 grilling season coming up here in a couple months. Yes, so you is. know, give me a nice ribeye steak to throw on the grill and give me some good seasoning, and I'll be happy. <clears throat> I know a buddy of mine. He's a host of the Defining Moments. He may I don't know if he's watching. Uh, he may watch it now. I know he's definitely going to watch uh, listen to it tomorrow here in the upcoming week but how do you like your steaks i know he likes his medium rare how do you like your steaks i'm not opposed to medium rare i i prefer medium anything above medium is sacrilegious and you should probably seek some sort some form of religion because you are out of your fucking mind um, if anything, cooking a steak anything above medium might be against most religions. So yep. that's just my opinion. No, I like that. I think his medium is, is about my house high up. I'm going to go. If you could do yours well done, I I really question your I insane. You know at that something point. though? Like I used to have my steaks well done, but this is when mm-hmm. I was like younger and I didn't really know like how to eat steak. Cause you know, my mom, God bless that woman, uh, she is very uptight about quote unquote blood or fat in her meat. And uh, she kind of raised us early on to be like, oh, you have to have your steaks cooked through. You have to have your meat cooked through to the point where like it's a dry hockey puck. But as you get older and you start like researching culinary stuff, like because I used to watch when I was younger, I wanted to be a chef. So I started like I went to culinary vocational school. I did all that stuff and I would watch Food Network all the time. And I'm looking at how they cook meat. I'm just like, yeah, I've been eating meat the wrong way for a very, very long time. So from that point on, I started eating my steaks medium because that's, to me, that's probably the best you can get a steak other than like medium rare. I'm with you on that one. I think medium is a good one. Um, What was it? Oh, have you, speaking of Brock Lesnar, kind of keeping on that, have you watched much wrestling? Were you ever a wrestling fan, I should say? I started watching wrestling uh, 10 years ago. And actually, no, more than that now. Um, 12 years ago, around the time of the Royal Rumble, my yes. sister had a friend in school that was into it. And she like 
I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I didn't want to. She wanted me to turn it on. I'm like, I'm watching a game. I don't know what was. I don't know. It was January. It was either the Knicks or the Rangers that were on. So I was. I wanted to watch whatever was on. Mm-hmm. And she wants like turn it on. So we started fighting, and she's like, "Fine, I'll turn it on." And I watched like maybe 15 minutes of it, and I remember very little from that point. But I just remember it was a segment with in the beginning of a Friday Night SmackDown with CM Punk and Triple H. Oh God! And then there was a match with r Truth after the fact. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So I just walked away. But then, like, you know, every every Friday still, she would fucking turn it on because she wanted to see what her friend liked. And they don't even talk anymore, which is the funny part. But as I'm watching and I'm like, God, I'm kind of getting into this. So as I'm telling her, like, hey, we're going to watch Smackdown tonight. And she's like, oh, okay." And we would watch it. And like as I'm as she's becoming more and more disinterested, I'm actually becoming more and more interested. And then I and then when guys like Edge came back from injury because he had an Achilles injury, yep. I think at that time, I was like, "Oh, this guy's fucking cool." <laughs> I was like, "He has like the long, <laughs> he's like a rock star. This is fucking cool." And like so, like Edge was my favorite wrestler from that point on. Very early on uh, in my watching or my wrestling, quote unquote, wrestling career as a fan, I guess you could say. I don't know what the right term is, or a wrestling fan, better yet, but um. Yeah, that's that's kind of what started what got me into wrestling. And since then, I've been watching it. I've fallen in and out of love with stuff WWE has done. But then I know from watching other programs that there's more out there. I think a year and a half later, I started watching TNA or Impact now. Mm -hmm. And then since that point, I've watched anything from Ring of Honor I've watched ML. I've been watching MLW. I've went to a couple of MLW events when they came back because all their shows were in Philly. So I came to enjoying Ring of Honor, not Ring of Honor, MLW a lot. And now AEW is in the mix, which, you know, AEW is all right. It's not nearly as good as people try and make it out to be. It's just an. I'm going to get fucking massacred for this, but it's an indie wrestling show with a very large budget. That's what AEW is to me. Maybe it's just because I've been watching WWE for so long, but AEW to me is a show that the match quality is pretty good. But when you start watching the same match over and over again in the same episode of dynamite, like for instance, there was a time during the pandemic where like one episode of dynamite had like four tag team matches on it. And I'm just like, why where's the singles matches? Where's, Mm -hmm. you know, the competitiveness where guys trying to fight for the world title, you know, why am I seeing a bunch of meaningless tag team matches? That's like the type of stuff that bothered me. Like that's the type of stuff that bothers me with like Tony Khan and AEW and how they run their programming. Because a lot of it feels really same, samey, for lack of better terms. No, that makes sense. Because <clears throat> excuse me, I know a lot of people keep talking about how, and I'm one of them at times. Um, well, WWE is the same storyline, same you know, it's, yeah. repeti- it's repetitive. And then you watch the AEW. I don't care if it's Wednesday night or, or Dynamite, and and then you go, it's like, well, we're in the same thing. I mean, we're not, you're not seeing anything different. What concerns me with AEW, I'm starting, you know, to not really notice, but my concern is they're starting to bring back the older guys, the Stings, you know, the Keith Lee, who was a big, well, you know, supposedly big name, well, 
guy with uh, WWE for a while, but it's all the older guys. Like, I don't want to see Sting. I don't want to see, I mean, no disrespect to Jericho. I like Jericho. Uh, but it's like, I want to see something fresh, but I don't want to see the has-beens now that can barely keep up with the young kids. See, I would disagree with the Keith Lee point. I can, and I would disagree to an extent with Sting and Jericho because I think when they are when they're good, and they have good storylines around mm-hmm. them, their quality of matches are good. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Jericho in like singles matches, you know, he holds his own pretty well for a guy that's fucking 50 years old. Like mm-hmm. I can't take that away from the guy. Should he be on TV every single week? No, but. For what it's worth, you know, he makes for an entertaining show when he uh, when he is on Dynamite or anything. Sting, for a man that's older than Jericho and had neck injuries in his WWE run when they brought him in for a few about a year or so, you know, the fact that he's even able to wrestle is a fucking godsend. And every time he is in the ring, he actually impresses everybody considering how old he is and what he's able to do in the mm-hmm. ring. Granted. Again, does he need to be on TV every week? No, and he's not on TV every week. Sometimes he just makes an appearance for the sake of making an appearance in a run-in or something, which is fine for me. Keith Lee, though, I'll very much disagree with you. Keith Lee, he may be like a quote-unquote older, more seasoned guy, but he's so talented, man. He deserved the sh- he deserved the world in WWE. And they mm-hmm. fucked with him to the point where why is he even on the show? Like. Towards the end of his run, I would I, I just wouldn't care that Keith Lee was on TV, which is sad to say because I loved right. NXT Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, NXT yes. Keith Lee is prime Keith Lee to me. Now, yep. you know, who knows what he's going to do in AEW. He's had some pretty, pretty solid matches, but I don't know if he's ever going to have like that dance partner that he was with like Dijakovic um, or for instance, you know. Like because their matches always were some of the most must see television in, in WWE for a long time across the entire brand. Mm-hmm. Every time they were in the ring together, it was magic, and they would always do stuff that they didn't do the previous match. And for those of you that have seen their matches on the indies, it may be a, you know you may be like, oh, they're doing this again. Yeah. But for someone that didn't see their indie work, other than maybe Dijakovic's run in Ring of Honor, um, that was great. You know, for me, it was mind blowing to see big guys do what the fuck they were doing in those matches. And that's it's a shame what they did to both guys, to be honest. WWE, maybe it's just from my standpoint, is it me or is it kind of I know a lot of people were harping on that the attendance isn't there and the ratings. And I don't, you know, you would agree. They would be right. Are they, the attendance has suffered. It, the ratings have suffered. I mean, when I was watching wrestling, they were probably pulling like maybe three million every week, mm. maybe, and that's dropped down to like as low as like maybe one point five. I believe was like the lowest last time. It's either people are losing interest in wrestling entirely, or people are just losing interest in WWE. But that doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to go from WWE to AEW, right? And AEW was just fucking celebrating the fact that, oh, we won a key demo with 950,000 people watching Dynamite every week. I'm just like, who fucking cares about the demo? Exactly. You're not, you're, not comp- you're not competing with them head-to-head. And until you compete with them head-to-head, nobody gives a fuck about that. Really. I, I, I mean, Well, it's true, though. Absolutely. 
but like the average fan doesn't care about specific demographic numbers maybe ratings as far as ratings go maybe that's like the first number they see and it's like okay that's it but like when you want to break it down to the nitty-gritty the casual fan doesn't give a shit they don't and i think that's where AEW fans kind of come off like crazed lunatics like oh we won the demo who fucking cares five-year-old timmy who's who's in a john cena shirt even though he hasn't wrestled in fucking years (laughs) It doesn't care about that number. He can't even fucking count. <laughs> he can't even fucking count. What do you think he's gonna? What do you think he cares about a fucking demographic number that Dave Meltzer's tweeting on Twitter? The guy's a fucking clown, Dave Meltzer. God. I, I know we. we just... I don't know what we were gonna talk about today, but you've got me so fucking animated that I could talk for hours. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, dude, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm good with anything but politics. So I'm I'm perfectly. I think we touched on it enough with the gun with the gun laws. Yeah. So I, I'm fine leaving that in the dust. <laughs> I've given my two cents about what we think. I what I think we should do. But either way, what else do you? No, you're for me? <laughs> you're good. <laughs> if you had if if you had um. Kind of my oh WrestleMania. Yes, I was gonna ask you. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think he's another guy I would like, kind of like Brock Lesnar. I bet he'd be cool hanging out at the bar and having a beer or two with. And I'm sure he's got all kinds of stories that we could probably spend hours on listening to. But uh, if you had a, if you could, if you were in WWE, doesn't matter what year, who what would be your dream match in singles, and who would be your dream tag team partner? If you had name is this is gonna sound when I was younger. At the time I was starting college, I had the mm-hmm. I, I had the ridiculous idea that I wanted to go to wrestling school. I never th- moved on it because I had a bad knee from dislocating it the year before. So I'm just like, you know what? Maybe wrestling school is not a good idea because my knee's going to get fucked up again. And I don't want to deal with that because that shit didn't have surgery to heal. It healed naturally, right. which God knows how bad that's going to be. So I created an entire storyline in my head about who I would when I would come on to raw or smackdown whatever i had the idea of being kevin owens tag team partner Uh kevin owens is one of my favorite guys on the roster by the way shout out to him loved his stuff that i've watched that i've seen in ring of honor as well so i would come in as kevin owens tag team partner we would win the tag team championships in some way shape or form on like a major big four pay-per-view show hold the titles and beat new day's tag team record he would eventually turn on me and take me out for a month or so. I wouldn't be on TV. I would then come out and we would have like a feud for a month or so. And then that feud would culminate in a hell in a cell match. And from that point on, and this is like a fucking pipe dream. So I know this is never going to happen, but like from that point, that hell in a cell match would net would then bring fans back to what a hell in a cell match used to be. Because oh, now, yeah. obviously, with the PG rating, they can't really do a whole lot. Granted, sometimes, depending on who's in there, they can do a pretty good job mm-hmm. with what they have available to them in terms of, you know, no blood, certain weapons. But this would be a fucking bloodbath. Like, I would fight anyone who is a producer behind the scenes to say, we are going to bleed. This story needs blood because blood and wrestling is not a bad thing as people make it out to be. Um, fuck the sponsors. Um, and fuck the PG rating. So that from that point, 
that would be like my ultimate like storyline that I would have. But if I was to pick just one person without a storyline, give me Edge, man. Give me Edge. I to have someone I considered my hero when I was younger to wrestle because that would just be the dopest thing. That would just be the dope. But that would, I would I would I could retire tomorrow. That's how happy I would be. <laughs> that would be. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of curious because you know you always have those dream matchups, and and previously it's probably four or five shows, if not longer. Uh, previously, a good friend of mine, Clyde, he was on, and you know his goal obviously was just well, all just talking shit. But his goal was to be in Japan's uh, pro wrestling, the New Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, it's a new Japan pro wrestling. He wants to be the world champion. Of course, we talked about what would his signature move be? What was his name be? What would be X, Y, and Z? And I think I probably haven't laughed so much since then. But, um, but you know, it it's kind of made me think of that. It's like, I wonder what Matt's if you had just one partner or one solo match, who would it be? Yeah, and that's what made me think like, of that all time. Like, and the Kevin Owens storyline kind of is the culmination of all that into one like ridiculously long story. Cause who knows how long that fucking story would have to go for that to be pulled off. Like I'm talking the new day held the tag team championships for like mm-hmm. over a year. And to think that like, it takes maybe a month or two, maybe three months at most to get to a tag team title opportunity in WWE terms, depending. Then you have to beat the record. And then when you beat the record, you have to turn on you have to turn on me in some major show. Then you have to fucking have me sit out for God knows how long. And then you have to build a feud for a month and then have it culminate in a hell in a cell, which would have to be at the hell in a cell pay-per-view. So that's like something that's like gotta be planned fucking years in advance years in advance. And I thought about this I, I don't know like I'm a very creative guy like when do you get when it when my mind turns, it turns. That's why I really enjoy playing like wrestling games and shit on my YouTube channel. I used to, I, I haven't done it recently because I haven't bought the new game yet. But like I used to have a show where I would like be the guy. I would have like a like how do I say it? it's like in universe mode where like you can mm-hmm. play like calendar shows like Raw, SmackDown, pay per views and shit. I would have storylines like every. Every episode would have a match. Every episode would have storylines. Some episodes would have long-standing storylines. Others would just be like a short X amount of time month feud. And they would culminate at whatever pay-per-view I'd be doing. Like stuff like that. Like even stuff that you don't see because I never recorded it. Like on uh, older games. Some of my best creative stuff is on the older games. Because I'm just like, God, I I know exactly how I want to book this. (laughs) That would be cool. That's awesome. That's why I love like WWE <clears throat> games, man. I, I they're some of the most fun. And when the WWE game is good, it's good. When it's bad, it's really fucking bad. I got a text. He's watching via Twitter. I guess it doesn't show up. If <laughs> what do you do when you're not recording podcasts? What do I do? I'm guessing he's not very vague, but. I'm just gonna so pretty much I'm gonna reword what he just sent. I'm understanding it. What does what do what does Matt do if he's not recording an episode of 69 Whiskey? Go to broadcasting school because that's what I've been doing since we stopped the show for a few months. My co-host had some stuff he had to take care of on his right. head. I had things I had to take care of on my end. One of those things involves going to broadcasting school because I 
am trying to learn how to make this mm-hmm. my job so I can make lots of money. <laughs> you know and, what? I like that. And move out of my what... fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to be on the verge of 25 living with their parents, but I get three square meals a day and my bed's very comfy, so I can deal with it for now. But Lord, would I fucking love to move out because God, I think a lot of things would kick off for me. Obviously my Mm -hmm. career would have to kick off my dating life, which has been non-existent for a very long time as uh, would definitely kick off in my opinion. Um, I could, we can get into a whole conversation about that. (laughs) I, I, I have things that I can say on this show that I can just be like, man, like, I, I've I've been doing some very crazy things with my with my life the last couple of weeks. It's been nuts, <laughs> but that's kind of like hey. what I do. I go to broadcasting school. I play video games. I make YouTube videos. That's what I do when I'm not doing the show with Eric. <clears throat> I like that, that because I like that answer. And 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 same thing. You know, I'm going broadcasting and and trying to, and kind of like you know I know there's some things like you know I I got asked that yesterday by a, a good friend of mine we talk here and there but good buddy of mine anyway regardless and he's like well what would some of the things that you would work on on your podcast where here's a you know there's always room for improvement my podcast ain't no always you know there's always room for improvement i know it and hopefully everybody else should know it but you know um but i'm kind of like what you are you know I'm- that's when i say any like thankfully we've never gotten this and mm-hmm. i i hope the day that we do get like a one-star review on any spotify or apple site or whatever it would be constructive criticism i am Mm -hmm. all for giving it a negative review as long as there's something behind it that i could fix if you're just going to leave a one-star review for the sake of leaving a one-star review and probably not even listening to more than like 10 minutes of an episode exactly and don't say anything i don't give a fuck it's a (laughs) one-star review it sucks but i don't give a fuck i will just keep doing what we're doing because you're not offering us any constructive Mm -hmm. criticism some people out there, and I won't name names, will just leave reviews, bad reviews on pods that really don't deserve it just for the sake of drama. Yeah. I won't Again, I won't name names, but I think that's fucked up. So I think especially the indie podcasts, because you, know, you have the upper echelons, you have the Joe Rogans, mm-hmm. you have the Adam Carollas, you have all those guys that are making millions of dollars off this. And then you have the guys like us that are just trying to get by, get a piece of the pie and build an audience and some, mm-hmm. do something that we think that we enjoy and that we want to grow. And, you know, there's no fucking room for ego in any of that shit, in my opinion. There are there are certain ways to go about promoting your shit, um, leaving some leaving your excuse me, leaving your like fucking podcasting link on a tweet of ours thinking we're going to fucking watch it is not one of those ways. Yep. As a matter of fact, we actually called a guy out on it one day and he got he wasn't too happy with us. He kind of like backtracked and tried to say some shit, but we didn't we didn't fight with him or anything. We uh <laughs> I guess again addressing the trolls, but like we didn't we 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 talked a little shit to him like, and then uh, he kind of backtracked like, oh I don't know these guys. Well then why'd you fucking retweet? Exactly. Why, why'd you tweet your show under our shit as if we were gonna watch it? We don't fucking care about you. We don't like exactly again like it sounds hypocritical to say given what I just said, but like there's no room for ego. Like if you're gonna do shit, do it the right way. In my opinion, you know. No, I like that, and you know. <clears throat> And you always get those people, there's more, I shouldn't say morons, but there's one that he he likes to, you know, come out. Well, here's what I would do if I was you. Well, good. You do it on your show. I'm not going to name who. Um, but you do it on your show. 
and that's perfectly fine. What, There's not a one size fits all. Like exactly. I was on a show recently where they kind of gave me some advice on things live on on the show, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll take it under advisement because some of what they said actually made a lot of sense, but a lot of what they were talking about, for the most part, was not under my control. Right. It was about some sort of ad, like putting another show's ad on our show and putting in the beginning no less. And they say, why would you put in the beginning? I'm just like, oh, just to get it out of the way to get into the real aspect of what we want to do on the show. And uh, I'm, I'm promoting my friends. They, they wanted me to do it. I said, sure, fuck it. I'll do it. Um, and then, but then they would go into like, oh, when you do stuff like that, make sure it's not like God knows how, because apparently they thought it was pretty long for what the, for what it could have been. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's something I don't have control under. <laughs> that's, that's well, the thing exactly. you got to take up with them. But I see what you're saying. I'll keep it in mind for when we do stuff like that, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to tell them how to do their shit. They got to learn on their own. I'm more, I'm all for helping people if they want me to do it, which is why I put that promo up on one of our last episodes, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to tell them how to produce their shit. I'll give pointers. Maybe if they think like, Oh, is there anything we can do? Then I would maybe give my opinion, but I'm not going to give my opinion where it's not warranted. No, I like it. Um, And yeah, my show can be, you know, I'm all for, excuse me. I'm all for, uh, constructive criticism, you know, that's the only way that I can improve and, you know, and you can improve or mm-hmm. anyone that can improve, but it's like, and, and I like what you said, but if you're just going to give me a one star, two star, whatever the case may be, just to give me a one star, then you know what, go and F yourself. And I, 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 I and on the show in my little, like little housekeeping segment we have at the end, mm-hmm. we're promoting all of our stuff. I always tell them whether it's negative or positive, I will read it on the air because it's good to read a review that someone put time into and obviously if it's negative and it's warranted a negative review i would definitely give them the time of day just because it's like hey this is something we can work on you know and we appreciate the fact that you wanted to tell us that and that you think that we can improve on that that's how that's how that's the kind of thing i want to promote in at least on my show i like that Interesting. Hmm. Not that I'm going to steal that idea, but I really I like that. That's, that's you really could if you want. I don't care. I think people <laughs> I think people don't emphasize negative reviews. No, enough. I like. I that. mean, we've been lucky enough to not have any, like I said, and nor do I want right. to ever see it. But I know it's going to happen eventually, and I know it's going to be a, either an unwarranted one or an, a warranted one. But if it's a warranted one, I'll give it the time of day. If it's something I think that's we can improve on, granted within reason. Well, of course. No, I always say there's room for improvement, but I'm just like you um, real quick. And then obviously uh, going on is, uh, you know, broadcasting school, finishing up um, in March of next year and hopefully taking off. But I'm like you uh, uh, trying to I'm not 20. Excuse me. I'm I'm definitely not 25, even though I just turned 34. But um, nonetheless, I definitely want the podcast to be what my full time job is and you never know. You know, it's it's happen. wild. You think about it like this. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine. His name is Delvin. He's a host mm-hmm. of a podcast. Really nice guy. Uh, we I, I made a point to, on this on one of his episodes that we were on. And I said to him, I said, Delvin, if you really think about it, if you think about all the shows that started in 2020, including our own show, because we started in late 2020. Same here. Yep. And to think about how many shows have fallen off since that point because 
when the pandemic more or less ended in terms of quarantine, right. people went back to work. Everyone's lives became nor- somewhat normal again. Mm-hmm. The, it was business as usual, for lack of better terms. Those shows are going to go away. Those shows don't exist anymore. I know a couple of shows that have already done that to an extent. I mean, if you think about it, the statistics are are proven. You know, the average podcast lasts seven episodes and then they fuck right off. We last we've lasted 64. So we've obviously broken that stigma. And the only reason we took a break is because of things outside of our control. Mm -hmm. We'll be back. I can guarantee and I can say this on the show because I do have word on that from Eric that we will be back hopefully sooner rather than later, hopefully within the next couple weeks and at most a month. But we'll see where that goes. But that's the our breaks and be coming to an end very, very soon. That's the plan. Very nice. And uh, I know one thing I'm looking forward, you know, to it, not just for you, the Hoke, the the crew and uh, you and Eric being on, but just uh, listen to your guys' great content. I'm a huge, huge fan of it. And uh, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, the thing is like this, like for me, I lost my job in COVID because mm-hmm. of. You know, I lost my job in COVID, which was radio. So I was working at a very big radio station in New Jersey and everything I was working towards, I was working towards a lot of different hats was being swept out from underneath me. So I needed something to not only keep my skills sharp, but to also like keep my voice active, just giving me something to do because, you know, you can only collect government money for so long and you can always do nothing for so long and play video games that, you know, that, that gets boring and got boring pretty freaking easily if i'm being honest with you so i'm glad that we're doing the show i'm glad we're talking about the content that we're talking about we're not the only ones talking about that content but i think and i don't think we and i don't even think that we do it the best but i do think we have something to offer and i and i believe that we have a little bit of something for everybody because we cover a broad array of topics we cover obviously sex we cover kink bdsm that community and everything around that that's something Mm -hmm. that eric has been heavily involved in and he's been educating me for lack of better terms on some (laughs) things uh that he does that either i'm into or i'm not into you'll you won't know until you hear the show but then there's entertainment then there's drinking there's stuff like that you know we used 69 whiskey used to be a college radio show so we half the stuff that i'm saying today probably couldn't even have been said on college radio or because mm-hmm. it was you know, FCC violations. But now we're absolutely letting loose. We're becoming, we're very, we're uncensored. We're unapologetic. We're raw. We're every, every word in between. And I just, and it's, I'm, I think it's entertaining. I have a lot of fun doing it. I think, I mean, I, I feel like I've had a lot to offer in terms of the show, despite my lack of knowledge on some things and you know it's it's just a lot of fun for me to do but you know and i I like that i think that's still okay when when people say well i don't know you know for me i don't know much about hockey i don't know about you know mechanic if you want me to fix a car you can go fuck that idea because that's not gonna that's not gonna work very far don't ask me anything technical i'm not good with that exactly that's why Eric is the one that controls most of the stuff when we record. Yep. I'm not very good with technical stuff. That's why I'm going to school for that shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, you know, and brought, you know, I went to American Broadcasting, uh, did well, you know, Oklahoma is just, a, you know, it's not a market to try to get yourself into when it comes to radio or anything like that. So you got to search abroad and, 
and, and all that but you know finishing now uh, my bachelor's but you know it's it's one of those things like they you know they say i respect all the professors was it's okay to not know everything because at the end of the day i think a lot of people like that hey you don't know it but you know he may have somebody you know come on a show that may know something but i always say you know there's always you can always uh learn you can always you can always learn new things on the show and it's okay to to do some research even though that's my biggest weakness but yeah. research uh, only goes so far you know yeah. because when you actually talk to somebody once you actually start having a conversation you realize a lot of the questions you have either get answered already yeah. or go completely out the window oh absolutely well yeah because it's like okay cool pew moving on and yeah. then he's like you get that awkward uh that awkward um kind of like okay now what do we say next yeah no, you never news, you never want to deal with shit like that no because you're gonna you're gonna lose people and honestly your show is gonna go down shit pretty quick I would agree. I mean, thankfully, we haven't had that problem yet uh, to an extent, but uh, definitely feel what you're saying on that one. <clears throat> so 69 Whiskey, it is, you know, a lot of people that you like, well, what what kind of podcast? As as Matt said, it was a once a college radio show. Now, of course, it's, you know, practically it's uncensored. It's unfiltered um, on the Internet, all, of course. So. Was it always <clears throat> who's when it comes to guests, when it comes to topics that's discussion, is it a team meeting? Is there is it you that comes up with you know who's I guess in a way who is tagged with it or is it more of a team effort when it comes to, to guests and topics that's being discussed on the episode? I think it depends. Um if it's social media based trying to get a hold of people, it's probably me because I'm gotcha. the one that tr- controls everything. That's why you were you and I are having this conversation today. Right. And if Eric was able to be here, I'm sure he'd be here too. Um, in terms of Eric, but Eric has gotten some very great guests for us. He's gotten in touch with people. Um, our friend uh, Nick Tannick, fellow Jersey boy. Uh, mm-hmm. He runs the show Your Kinky Friends. He became friends with him. We've we've had a couple of great conversations on our show. He's a really fucking nice guy. Almost almost died a handful of months ago. And I'm glad he made he pulled through because he's a great guy to wow. learn that scene from, considering that New Jersey doesn't really have a strong kink BDSM scene. So, right. Nick, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, brother. But um, we've also Eric has got us in touch with uh, a group of D and D cam girls and guys, and uh, nice. they're called Roll for Seduction. Some of my favorite guests on the planet that we've had. Every guest I have, I love, but like. Some of I think they're the best because they're just such when you think of a sex worker, you really don't know mm-hmm. what you're getting yourself into. They can be absolute pieces of shit. Maybe I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that's like that for all of them. They, they could be like, you know, they can think who the hell they are because they have only fans or they have a camera right. account, something like that. Or they're on the hub, you know, or you can get the people that are really humble and they really enjoy what they do and they love entertaining people. Role for Seduction is like one of those people. They are the, the group of people. They're really wonderful women and men to talk to. We gotten along with them for a long time. And I always never, I never had a bad conversation with them or interaction with them as far as I'm concerned. I can talk to them all day, even though I'm not so much of a D&D guy. It's not really mm-hmm. my thing. 
but Eric loves it. And we had a great conversation with them. And I learned not only about D&D, I learned about, you know, everything else behind the scenes in terms of a cam girl. Excuse me. Right. You're good. Uh, I thought I was going to sneeze there for a second. Oh, wait. Is it, you hate one of those sneezes that are just, they're lingering. You know it's coming, I had, but it's not know? fucking happening yet. And now it's gone. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, back to what I was saying. And then we've had people that I personally know, either through podcasting that I've contacted. Um. Jody B from Po' Boys being one, a uh, mm-hmm. local neighborhood baby, that damn podcast, Porn Stash. Then the list can go on and on. If I forget someone, I apologize. Um, but one of my favorite guests personally uh, was my friend, uh, my actual friend who I knew from culinary vocational school. His, uh, his name is uh, They Love Flock, and uh, he's a porn star. He started doing porn a couple of years ago. He's found some great success, and we had him on the show. Great conversation, great catching up. Because I, up until a certain point before we had recorded that episode, I hadn't spoken to him in like maybe since high school. Mm-hmm. It's you know you fall out of touch. It happens. He's got right. his life. I got mine. But we had it. We talked. We talked for hours. What you heard on the recording is not all of it. I can tell you that much. We we talked right. for absolutely hours about stuff that goes on in the industry, what he does, how he, you know, creates. Yeah, I won't say too much, but like, you know, how he gets consent, how he finds girls to interact with the content exchange that they Mm -hmm. have. It's a fascinating thing to talk about if you're not if you enjoy like the adult entertainment industry and you love adult content. It's a fascinating thing to learn about. And that was right up my alley. So that was a fun conversation that we had with my boy Flock. Um, Man, what else? Just it, it really just comes down to. Do we have a guest? If I can't find a guest this week, we'll just find something to talk about. If we mm-hmm. find a guest, uh, be prepared for that. You know, we've had people that don't even relate to anything that we've talked about that's been on the show, and they've actually turned out to be pretty solid conversations and they turn out to be really nice people. I like that. <clears throat> and of course, I got a, a mess or a message that came through. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna ignore, I don't know who it's from. It's one of those profiles with the egg on the face it says well, i want to hear more about the podcast i don't want to hear just lame stories uh moving on but um of course if all you guys want to know about the podcast i'm saving a lot of more questions really for when eric is on because i can only yeah. imagine these two together would be oh know. it's a riot he <laughs> he and i are we interact like an old married couple that hates each other because we've known each other for so long mm-hmm. and have worked together for so long. He know I know how he works. He knows how I work. We both interact with each other sort of like in a sarcastic, like hate you sort of way, at least in my opinion. That's the type of vibe that we give off sometimes. And that's the type of vibe we have on this show. He'll talk shit to me. I'll talk shit to him. But at the end of the day, we're still friends. I love him to death. He's like a brother to me. So and if that's that's he's a he's a really great guy you know he's someone that i would love to have on this show to have a conversation with and you know that it would just be fun i think it would be fun now so everybody's out there's like oh, i want to know more about the podcast you will uh just uh or you can just search up 69 whiskey exactly and listen to yeah. it i mean yeah. I, the, the, there's a search bar for a reason <laughs> and since you're on twitter uh mr T-A-I-6972. Well, at least he has uh, 69 in his name, so he's, he's all right with me for now. 
69 whiskey pod give him a follow and a listen and uh hey they'll you won't be disappointed if if, if you're looking for something to listen to but wrapping up last few questions for you man and, and kind of interesting uh if you had if <clears throat> if the offer was out there i know only fans is like the biggest topic everybody talks about i know you may know of them uh dan from time to bs um I know that you guys I, were on I, his we, show. I, I did do a show with Dan. Really fucking nice guy. Oh, he's phenomenal. I respect the hell out of him. Uh, good buddy. Um, if the if, it's, <clears throat> if the offer was out there, would you be one of the millions that has an OnlyFans? Would you start an actual account? Because I know we always talk about it when I'm on his show, but uh, would you ever consider it? The answer is a lot more simpler than you think. Yes, yep. but not by myself. <laughs> But not by myself, because I do not, I am not confident in the sense where I can create solo content. I'm more with, in terms of mm -hmm. talking with the, uh, I'm more of with interacting with another female. I think that, that is where I think I would do an OnlyFans, in my opinion. If someone right. was out there willing to work with me, or if I had a significant other that was interested, mm -hmm be all for it any way to make money is a good way to make money i don't really give a shit what anybody says i i it's when i've talked about this on the show before yeah. early on how i believed simping and only fans and adult and uh most mm -hmm. sex work often right. gets a bad rep but the reason i don't like quote unquote simps and the, and, and when i say simp i think i talk about the weird fans the weird individuals yeah. that message weird shit you know, yep. they get a little over obsessed with certain people that to the point where it's like it's uncomfortable. Those are simps, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Those are the people I don't necessarily respect as not even not just as men or women, but just like as people like I don't look at them in any sort of positive light because you, there's you just don't take it to that level. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we talked about that. I've had my granted having now talking to friends in the adult entertainment industry, that take has somewhat changed to an extent. I still respect what they do in terms of how they create a living for themselves. It's the customer that really needs to check themselves every now and again, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just one of those topics. I was kind of curious because I you know a lot of people are like, well, I know Dan and I, we always talk, well, who would be at the time we had Kyle and myself and, and um, Will and Dave and, we always talked about, uh, you know, well, out of us, who would be the one that would be uh, being the only fans? Well, obviously Kyle, because he's, you know, more fit to be <laughs> to be that kind of person you would see on OnlyFans, not giving, you know, the rest of us any any shade or anything. But, you know, if you want to know, truth was known. Um, okay, I'm not just I'm just gonna ignore that comment. Um, that's stupid. Um, but. Uh, you know, just kind of curious, but real quick, uh, final segment, if you will, presented by Storm Team, uh, StormCheck.team. If you're in the Oklahoma City metro area, give StormCheck a, uh, a follow and call them today and check them out. StormCheck.team. Get your storm shelter ready for storm season. Let them know that Mike from the Area Tech podcast uh, sent you the way, and you might just get yours for free. Check them out, stormcheck.team. Final questions, uh, <clears throat> courtesy of the Pod Deck app. Do 
do you feel ghost hunting has more to do with science or spirituality? I run a sex podcast, not a true, not a true crime <laughs> one. It's and what's funny is I just clicked on the random. It's just it's just random questions. Man, they could have given me anything, and like, that was what, the very what, first one. <laughs> what porn star would you rather bang? Anything? They give me a ghost question. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I would guess it has something to do with the spirituality shit because I've heard a couple of different accounts on it. I think the scientific stuff works in a way, but I think it's more of the spirituality thing. I mean, that's that's something to ask like a like a true cr- crime podcast. Yeah, I don't. We are in the world, and the world knows that they're oversaturated within that market so there's oh, more than abundance yeah. of them to talk to oh absolutely uh going to dating life what is the worst pickup line that you have heard given to me uh yeah i uh, guess that's what they're probably referring to i haven't had many given to me oh wait you know what i think you know you know something i actually did have one recently and it was like It was a Bob Saget one, like referencing his oh, death. Oh, God. I, I, I don't remember the exact words, and I, I'm mad at myself. I should have screenshotted it. I'm pissed. Um, I, I, think it, I think this is it. I could be wrong, but this is, I think, how it went. Um, now that Bob Saget's gone, there's not a full house without you in it. And I said, you know what? I respect the fuck out of that. Nothing. It, it didn't go anywhere because how can I have it lead anywhere? Because that's kind of a morbid, dark joke. So how can I possibly get hard off of that? I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I mean. Rest in peace, Bob Sager, by the way. And and Gilbert Godfrey. That that was and a sad get, one yeah. to hear. It's been a rough year for uh, celebrities. It's been a rough, no couple, pun intended. It really been a rough couple of years. Yeah, it's been a year ago we lost DMX. I'm still thinking about Mm -hmm. that. Yep, DMX is gone. Bob Saget's gone. Of course, Gilbert's gone. Um, Yeah, there's so many. Chris Rock getting slapped by Real Smith. Oh yeah, Uh, fucking Chris Rock's face died (laughs) from uh, from that slap. And uh, and in addition to that, so did Will Smith's career and possibly his marriage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That died in the fire of memes. Probably some of the and greatest bands ever be created. <clears throat> going to sex. What's the best song to listen to during sex? <laughs> you know what? I don't listen to a lot of R and B, but I, I I can't really give you a fucking song in particular. But I think R and B is probably like the best genre to have. I mean, if you want to get a good stroke game, just do it to the beat of an R and B song. That's. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I don't even know what else to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say to that? I mean, uh, it speaks for itself. I mean, half of the fucking genre is fucking. I mean, let's be honest here. It is exactly. You don't have to answer this one. We can definitely save it for <laughs> when Eric joins the um, as well. Do you have any kinks? We're gonna save that one. Yes, we're gonna save that one for when Eric gets on the show. Sweet. Come on. And last few more, just for the hell of it. Uh, let's go. Okay, let's go this one. This one better be good. Describe your hopes for the upcoming year in one sentence. Money. Amen to that one. Don't Destin- even need a full sentence. Just give me money. 
Yep. Oh, I'm with you 100%. This one's interesting. I think I answered the, asked this a while back and someone said it was a nightmare, but I'm kind of curious. Does spending New York, New York, Jesus Christ, does spending New Year's Eve in Times Square sound like a blast or a complete nightmare? Fucking lame. Who wants to be around all who runs who wants to be around a bunch of different fucking people? Man, I got a couple of years ago, I got fucking laid on New Year's Eve to my girlfriend at the time. I'm just like, why would I want to go to fucking Times Square? I can't fucking do this in Times Square. And then we went to her rich and then we went to her rich uncle's house and had a party and it was fucking dope. Like, why would I need to go to Times Square when I could just fucking drink in someone's rich uncle's house? <laughs> I love this. You think I'm fucking stupid? <laughs> it's a shame that it's a shame that it, that relationship didn't pan out because God, I could have fucking made a killing. <laughs> <sighs> Too bad she was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had those. What do you got for me, Mike? I'm sure you got this some more. These questions, this it's a it's a what what they call this thing? It's would you rather? Some of these are most. Would you rather have lobster claws or hedge clippers for hands? Okay. Hedge clippers. Would you rather never be able to use GPS ever or never take another elevator again? What? I can't live with. I don't. I have no sense of direction. I can't live without GPS. <laughs> for real. I my um, fat ass can probably use the stairs every now and again. Oh, here we go. What makes someone a back kisser in your opinion? Too much slobber. What is a relationship? Well, we'll end this on this one on these questions. What is a relationship deal breaker for you? Selfishness. Do you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you believe in PDA? And for all you listeners out there that really don't know what PDA is, it's public, public displays of infection. Yeah. Depends what we're talking about. Some of it could be a little uncomfortable. If you're True like that. a third wheel with a cup with a couple, a friend of yours that's on a date with a, his girl or whatever, you know, that could be a little uncomfortable. You know, she could be grabbing his dick and you're just like, can I get some action too? <laughs> fuck. Did you hear, or did you bring me here to be a third? Or did you hear to fuck, tell me to fuck off when, when it was time to leave? <laughs> fuck. Jeez. By the way, going back to the fucking kisser question, right? Um, that also applies to eating pussy. Too much slobber, not good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. In, in their relationship, do you believe in joint or separate bank accounts? I already got my. Answer. I haven't gotten to that point to even think about it. So let's. I'm not. I'm going to decline that the answer only because I have not had experience with that. Fair enough. I. Uh, what What is your yeah. answer though? I'm curious. <clears throat> Me, honestly, I would say separate until. I, I mean, I think even after you're married, I still think after a few years, still go separate for a while. However, here's a, here's a word of advice, lads. If you're rich, sign a prenup before you get married. Exactly. That doesn't sign exactly. the prenup. She's marrying you for the money, motherfucker. So you leave that bitch. Yep. That's exactly what I was leading to. Yeah. Unless you're extremely wealthy, or you got, you know, you don't have to be a millionaire, but you got six figs in your in your uh, bank account, you better start be signing something up really quick because you're about to be broke. 
as Kanye West would say. And last one, uh, given the choice of anyone in the world, who would Matt want as a dinner guest? Oh, my God. We'll end on that one. That one's a good one. That's a good one. As a dinner guest? Or any kind of guest. We'll, we'll, we'll even make it up, to change it up. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll answer this a couple of different ways. If we're talking about dinner guest, um, I'm probably going to say like George Washington or Abraham Lincoln because I want to tell them all the shit that's gone on since they've died <laughs> and see if they can fucking help us a little bit. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> like... Like oh, I'm sure God. I'm sure George and Abe got some good fucking ideas. You know, they both fought through wars for their country. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe more Lincoln was more of the diplomat, but you know what I mean. Um, Washington definitely did though. <clears throat> if we're talking like as a guest that you know you want to get it on with, uh Margot Robbie. Ooh. Specifically Wolf of Wall Street, Margot Robbie. Absolute goddess. One of my exes got mad at me for saying that once. Fuck her too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you, if you, I, I, she got mad at me. She literally asked me the question. This is when, when if if you have a crush on an actor or an actress, that, that's mm -hmm. natural, man. That is well, everybody's had. Don't one. ever yeah. ask the question. Would you pick me over Margot Robbie? That's what she asked. She's like, would you pick me over Margot Robbie? And I'm like. How the fuck do you expect me to answer this? Because either way, I think I lose. Mm -hmm. And that's like what I said. I mean, she's like, oh, and then she was mad at me for like two days. And I'm like, it's Margot Robbie you're asking me about. I can't just. <laughs> Mike, help. Like, what am I supposed to do in that situation, man? Well, in that situation, it's like, okay, do you want the honest to God truth? And it's going to hurt your feelings. But at the same time realize that the chances of, of me getting with her is zero yeah i realized i realized i, I mean margot robbie i'm upset about it but i, I accept that right but you're my girlfriend and you're hot as fuck so i i mean obviously i'm gonna be with you of course i didn't you, i didn't i didn't win that day not nothing and nothing i did i won i, I just like I said, thank well, God, thank God we broke up. Can I ask you a question before we wrap up? Too, I, yeah. what was that? What you have any more comments? I want to know if anybody else has got some comments that are worth a damn to read and respond to here. I like interacting right. with people. Oh, like here we go. Streams and shit. Going, <laughs> what we'll do comments? Here we go. Comments presented <laughs> presented by Law Terrain Shop. Law Terrain save ten percent using the discount code Air Raid, and they're going to hook you up. Uh, comments on. Throughout, here we go. If you had to be, are you serious? How did I miss this one? If you had to be gay for twenty four hours, would you? I don't know why. If I could be, if I could be gay now, and, if, not, and not, I wish this person would. Like, the person that sent this, if you're still watching, can you please add like a butt in there? Because yeah, like give me an ultimatum. Yeah, like, I don't. I, I, there's gotta be something gay, to, because I could not. be gay and not interact with a man the whole day. I could stay in exactly. my house and be gay. Like I, that's the loophole. Like that's the loophole to it. I win. Pay me. Give, if it's oh, money yeah. involved, give me my money. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, exactly I'll, gay for a day with, with no interaction with any other man. I mean, I'm, I'm straight. Yes. Like I'm, I'm let, let me put it this way. If, if there are 
people in the L- I want to preface this because people are gonna get mad at me. I want to preface that I have friends in the LGBTQ community. I support mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community and what they do. Um, however, I am straight. I'm yep. totally confident in that. I understand that there are struggles <laughs> in that in your department. I respect mm-hmm. that. But and I don't mean to make fun of your 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 thing. But but right. if I could be gay for a day and not interact with another dude, that'd be fucking fine with me. If there's money involved, <laughs> pay me the money. But um up front. What else? Up front too, yeah. Uh gotta be up front. <clears throat> I, I, I want to point this out too. Someone went, someone early in the stream said I, I'd hit that. I don't know if they were referencing to me, but oh, uh, here we, here we go. I'm single, by the way. There you go. I don't know. If that was, looks like was that, that the looks Disney like a fucking... <laughs> Was that the Disney character conversation? Is Jasmine I think it was. From, I think is it was. Jasmine from Aladdin? I thought they were referencing that... me, and I would have been like, "Oh, I, I'm single. I mean, I, I'm down." <laughs> but yes, yes, Jasmine, totally. Yeah, uh, she is. Uh, okay. I think she's. I think she's gonna win the porn stash, uh, Disney princess bracket, hands down. No way. It's between her or Ariel for me. Ooh, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. But then again, I wonder if this person listens. You got to think about it though. Have you ever seen the meme of like spreading the uh, the whale, uh, quote unquote, yeah. pussy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what you're getting yourself into. I'd rather take the Persian. So what you're saying is, uh, Jasmine for the win. Jasmine for the win. What else you got? Allie, <laughs> Allie you got it. Jasmine for the win. <clears throat> Great show. We'll listen to both more throughout the night. If you both... Okay, here we go. So we're both now involved. If you both could move anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I always said Australia, but it's not a very good country. Okay, well, I don't know about that part. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have friends in Australia. Uh, they seem to like it. I prefer to not be in a country that where every other animal in the area <laughs> can kill me, um, or poison me, or kick me if we're talking kangaroos. Have you seen their fucking spiders down there? I prefer not to. I have arachnophobia to some extent. Oh my god! Um, I would. I'll put it this die. way. Though. I'll put it this way. Um, I want to go to Italy or somewhere. Ooh. Actually, apparently, you know what? I'm, Germany might be uh, coming up on my list now because according to a buddy of mine, uh, Mike, not you, mm-hmm. different guy in my broadcasting class, he's a former um, army guy. He says the women in Germany, top tier. Hmm. I'm willing to take him up on that offer. He says the beer is good. The I clubs are that. great and the women are fine. So hmm. as long as there's no shit involved, we all know oh there, yes. there's that joke i'm down <laughs> hmm <clears throat> interesting interesting see i would have figured i knew i've heard really bad things about russian women you know russian women all look the same to me is am they i crazy rough. in thinking that like no mm-mm. think think about like russian and ukrainian women you ever seen that show 90 day fiance mm-hmm Oh, so my yeah. mom used to watch that show a lot and she, and she would show me these women. Like, oh, do you think she's attractive or she's attractive? Like she'd ask me these questions. And I'm like, well, I don't know these fucking women, so I don't care, but they all <laughs> look the same. <laughs> they all cloned each other. They're all blonde. They all have like the same like facial structure. They're all the same. Speaking of 90 day fiance. Um, why can't I ever think of his name? The fat dude. Why can't I think of his name? 
He dated Rose for a bit, and then he went to oh, the, um, the, uh, no neck dude. Yes, Ed, Big Ed. Ed, Big Ed. Fucking love. Okay, everyone call him Big Al. Big Ed, Big Ed is my boy. I like that guy. He's funny as shit. He's funny to laugh th- at anyway. Yeah, he is. Do you think some now with him? I don't care about anybody else, <clears throat> but with Ed, just because I like Ed. Do you think some of his stuff's like legit? What do you mean? What like, how cringy he is and how he interacts cringy? with women? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is he just uh, one of those, that's a guy that he just wants them? See, I don't know. I'm kind of get. I, I still like him regardless. I don't really, you know, it's not going to hurt my feelings either you way. Have you have to understand that this is a reality TV show. Yeah. And they're all scripted too. Well, that's true. So they're yeah. probably, he probably like maybe has ideas and they're like, oh yeah, totally. It'll make for great <laughs> television. And then he'll go through with those ideas because someone's probably giving him positive reinforcement because they think it'll look good on TV. Not for nothing. The girl he was with in the Philippines was ugly as shit. So I don't know what the fuck he saw in that girl. So, well, my thing is the first thing I would have been out the door, I would have been chunking and deuces when she would have said, no, we all take a shower together as a family. No, see ya. Bye. I'm not taking a shower shower in front of your dad. I'm not doing that. That's a thing. (laughs) I didn't Apparently see that. in the Philippines. I didn't hear about that. that. Yeah, Google um, Big Ed showers, and um, that's a no for me, dog. You don't see no nudity, but her dad comes in like we shower together, and he's like, "Huh?" And Rose like, "Yeah, we shower." So she reaches down and she grabs the hose and starts spraying him. He gets upset because it's apparently it's cold water, and then his dad or her his dad her dad's over there real quick. You know, he's taking a cup and he's kind of washing his hair and, you know, chest. You don't see obviously nothing below, but that was it for me. I was like, click. I don't think I ever want not wanted to have a f- picture in my mind more so than that. What you just described to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Matt. We, just, we, we uh, were doing so good, Mike. And we're gonna... now I just want to jump off my roof and hope my head smacks against my top, my uh, my rock uh, patio. <laughs> because I don't want to fucking ever think about that again. Well, just so you know, don't watch that scene. You Thank you. I, well, you. now I won't, but I you pretty much, already, I pretty much you, have already but... played it in my mind to know how that went. So thank you. There was a chicken in the house, too. Just so you know, oh, or the hut, whatever you want to call those things. I'm not being disrespectful to the Philippine people, but I don't know what you guys call those things. But a hut, I guess I don't know. Shed, I don't really don't know. We're going down a very dark. We're not going down a dark road. We're going down a very dangerous road. I don't think we're <laughs> canceled over this shit. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm just gonna start getting. Uh, I know we talk uh, about how like cancel culture and people are sensitive yeah. now, but like, man. I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll switch real quick for me. Uh, country wise, probably Italy. I I just think, see, Italy's up there for me too. It's yeah. it's hard because I hear the stuff about Germany, but I'm also I love Italy. I'm Italian. I gotta I gotta go see my my paisans. I gotta eat some good food. Italy for me, Ireland because we finally find out that's where our ancestors are. My side. My dad's side of the family's from um, probably for the beer. I would go to at least I want to experience St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. I heard it's, I heard it's I want to experience awesome that there for St. Patrick's Day. But you know what? I got some buddies in Ireland I would totally visit if I uh, if I ever went there. So I can tell you that would be a fun time. Okay, then Ireland first. I'll let you experience Italy 
I'll experience Ireland. We I'll squat. also exp- I'll experience Germany and get back to you. <laughs> I'll see if what I was what was said to me was true because there's some freaky shit that we have to cover on my show sooner or later than later. Sweet. I'm, I have to listen to that one. I gotta I gotta hear what the German women happens. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Any other any other comments from the fans? Uh, three more, more and I think that's probably more, yeah. uh, two more. We'll go two more. This one, okay, that was the retorted one. You well, guys, do, we, we don't even have to. We don't have to say his name. What did he say? I want to know what he said. You guys do it. We are the best. <laughs> <clears throat> to quote, uh, to quote, uh, what's his face? Uh, to quote, uh, Tropic Thunder. <clears throat> Everybody knows you never go full retard, man. And you went full du, du, du. Uh, between these two, which one's a better one? Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, now I like this one. What else on this one for real? Uh, <laughs> all right, dude, you went from uh, we went from uh, Big Ed to 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 that. Uh, the pandemic. I like this one because a lot of people, if you hear my story, you should know by now. But the pandemic, uh, it's not political part of it, just the pandemic itself. What throughout the pandemic, just from your standpoint, Matt, and the question I'm going to kind of describe it a little bit better than how it was described. The actual question was, what did you learn about the pandemic? And I'm hoping that the person that sent it, I don't know who people are. These people have no pictures. Um, What I'm hoping what they meant to say was. What did the pandemic teach you during throughout the, you know, the I'm sure you were, you know, isolated or the oh, the lockdown. That's what I'm looking for. More lockdown, not isolated lockdowns to obviously X, Y and Z. Was there anything that you learned about yourself or was maybe like for me, for example, real quick, kind of help you out if I'm not explaining it better. Like for me, no, no, more, I, I think I get what you're saying. I think yeah, I get what for you're me, saying. it was family time. And then, of course. You know, my dad suffered a stroke, so I was like, oh, crap, and you can't see him. So it was more being grateful for actually being able to see your family than sometimes bitching that you have to go do something. Well, I mean, I live at home, so I see my family every day anyway. Right. So I don't really think the family aspect played too much of a part for for me just because I see them anyway. We always eat dinner together. Nothing really has changed. Nothing really changed in that regard for us other than the fact that my dad was home from work, which was Mm -hmm. nice to see him because sometimes I don't get to see him as often. Understand. Um. I think it, what it taught me on multiple different standpoints is that don't be complacent because, I, you know, getting that government cheese, you're thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, it's going to last forever. And then you realize you have bills to pay. And then you're like, mm-hmm. this isn't going to last forever. So get a job, stupid. So don't be complacent. Yep. Don't fucking boot you off the government. <clears throat> um, people on all accounts of life who are on social media are probably retarded in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And people's social skills are fucking horrible. Yep. That's what the pandemic taught me. Or, and what I learned about myself to answer, I guess, both questions. I like that. Um, It definitely taught that everybody seemed that they were entitled to something, AKA, you know, getting the money and realizing. Entitled or think they know more than the next guy. And get offended quickly. And we have to cancel them. But anyway, no, um, I like that. And I know that's, a little, you know, pandemic for me, is, it's not really so much 
controversial. It's just, it's like, what part of the pandemic? I don't want to talk about, I just want to talk about, you know, hey. I tend to not want to think about 2020 ever again. That, That's just my okay. opinion. Was that, to me it was, maybe not. To, maybe I was just the only one. Maybe I was just that weird guy. To me, did it to you as it did to me and I guess a few others. Was 2020 just seem like a freaking long year that would just never end? Yes. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad it's over it. now. Too bad oh, we're yeah. suffering through 2020 part. Uh, part two was last year to an extent. Yep. Mm-hmm. And who knows if it's part three? Well, we still have a long ways to go. It's only April. can only get yeah. worse from here or better. Who knows? Depending on who you talk to. Yeah, it depends on what side of the gate you're on and whoever, like you said, whoever you talk to. So, but nonetheless, it was a fun show, Matt. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on. I hope I was entertaining for everybody here. <laughs> if everybody wants to, may I plug my shit if that's okay? I was about to ask you, how can they find not only you or more so 69 Whiskey and all that good stuff? When you say that, I need you to yell at me. It's, it's an inside thing. When you just say, just yell at me to do my shit. Let them know where they can find you, Matt. Thank 69 with to an extent i guess that works uh thank you ladies <laughs> and gentlemen uh thank you for checking out this episode of air raid attack uh mike thank you so much for having me on hopefully eric will join us sometime in the near future but if you enjoyed everything i talked about you can check out 69 whiskey on the following platforms including but not limited to <clears throat> our bus proud hosting site apple podcast spotify google podcast stitcher pandora audia the good pods app uh uh, tune in and Alexa and so many more. If you got it, odds are we are on it. And uh, like I said before, feedback is always appreciative. I I would like feedback as long as it's, and if it's negative feedback, I would like it to be warranted because I want to improve the show as best I can. <clears throat> as far as social media is concerned, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 69 whiskey pod, Instagram, 69 whiskey podcast, Facebook, the letters are, you 69 whiskey and for gaming content and more follow us on our twitch channel 69 whiskey and uh the youtube channel which you can just search up 69 whiskey that's incredibly inactive i really need to get to work on that sorry about that folks um and if you want to follow me personally and try and cancel me for any of the shit i've said today uh which you're not going to because i do not give a fuck um, you can check me out on Twitter at realmat0626 and subscribe to my YouTube channel for gaming content and whenever I can get a video done because my video making process has been and the time for that has been significantly cut short. Uh, check out Edge0626 on YouTube. There you have it, guys. All, all the great. I love that personal. Interview. Are you not entertained, Mike? Are you not entertained? Oh my god, <laughs> that was the way I love that. <laughs> Look, if wait, you think guys, I if you think I'm good by myself, wait till Eric gets here. Oh my, wait god. until Eric gets imagine. here. He's oh, he's got imagine. some stories that are, he can tell you that <clears throat> may put him under federal investigation. <laughs> well, I'm not, I will not go into goals. specifics. That's on, yeah, his, that's say, on him, not me. I will. Uh, I'll let him if you know. Uh, I'll let him explain that one, and uh, I'll try not to get the feds involved. And that would be our goal: is to. God, I would Fuck hate the feds. To... <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, motherfuckers? You ain't got shit. 
I am pushing so many buttons today, and I love it. Oh, uh, I, you're, I, <clears throat> I think your thinking is my thinking, and that's perfectly good on my end. Uh, Air Raid underscore podcast and uh, Air Raid Attack podcast on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know what the fuck I even use. Uh, Air Raid Attack Podcast, I think, is what it is on Instagram. I really don't know. Uh, but anyway, Motorboating Matt from 69 Whiskey. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. And uh, it was fun and looking forward to it in the near future. And uh, have, you know, get, hey, I'm rooting for you personally for the broadcasting. Hopefully, all I goes well. And that. What I may have said in this podcast and other podcasts may prevent me from getting a job in the future, but I could just change my name, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains why my radio career has not happened yet, right? Potentially, maybe. I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> hey, I think it uh, it could, but maybe uh, they will look past some of my content. Not all of it, but some of it. Oh, well. Motor, motor, boat, and Matt, motorboat, and Matt, 69 whiskey, one half of that awesome team. Give them a listen. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Matt, thank you so much for joining the air raid attack, and uh, we'll have to do it again here in the near future. Oh, totally. I look forward to it. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you, Matt. You guys have been listening to the air raid attack podcast. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you all next time.